welcome back to another episode of Acting with Asha. My studio is back to a normal temperature right now, so I'm happy. I can take my time. We don't have to rush it this time. So today's subject, I wanted to talk about something that most actors deliberate about at one point in their lives. It is, should you go to drama school? Now, I don't know. I We'll explore this as we go on, but I think this is down to the individual really did I go to drama school new did I try yes I mean getting in alone is a really really tough and grueling process I actually credit the fact that I'm still here as an actor to getting rejected so many times because I think had I gone to drama school got in straight away been used to getting all these roles and acting continuously for three years and then come out and been hit with the hard reality of actually the acting world is not as easy as drama school then I might have given up but because I I was just hit with rejection from the start of my career that it actually gave me the staying power to keep on going so if you do decide to go to drama school I think that even the process of getting in whether you get in or you don't get in, is extremely helpful to seeing how you handle that rejection or, you know, how you actually get on. Because obviously, you might be amazingly talented and just get in straight away and all of the drama schools accept you. Best case scenario. I don't know anyone that happened to, by the way. But best case scenario, you get into all your top three and you get the choice. Then amazing. You must really have something going for you and you must already be quite far along compared to a lot of people. But I know for most people, it is a long process. They're not there straight away. Whether you decide to go to drama school or not, I do think that some kind of acting training is crucial Now, I think go to drama school if you want a career in theatre, if you want a career in musical theatre, because there are just so many disciplines that you need to learn. Film acting is disciplined in a way, but it's a very different thing. I think the authenticity in film and TV actors is quite different to the kind of performer you're taught to be at drama schools. But when it comes to basic training... I think that anyone who is an actor needs to do some kind of course, whether this is college or a part-time drama course. And there's loads of them everywhere. Like I used to go to drama school at Norwich Theatre Royal on a Saturday for like three years when I was 14, 15, 16. But there are so many different options. When we talk about drama school, I'm talking about, you know, the big ones, the big top 15 lists, which are your RADA, Lambda... Drama Centre, Central St. Martin, uh, Bristol Old Vic, Royal Welsh, Aura, Guildhall, Italia Conti, Mountview, East 15. There's a few more, I probably missed them. But you know what I mean, the, the top list. And if you Google, you can find that list. And I'm sure it changes all the time. And there's new schools coming in and out all the time. When you audition to these schools, you need a certain level of training. The competition is so high and we're talking thousands and we're talking around the world and we're talking you're up against people that have been doing it since they were five years old or something ridiculous like that. So if you can get some kind of training regardless, you'll be learning things like awareness of your voice, awareness of your posture, how to work with other actors, how to take direction, just terminology about being on stage just all the basic things and it's funny because I have then worked with people that don't act at all and you can see the difference and then I wasn't really aware of how much 
that I have learned or how much all the other actors that I work with have learned until, yeah, you have to work with non-actors. So an example at the moment I'm doing, because it's all lockdown-y stuff, I've been doing self-tapes and I've been asked to do auditions with my boyfriend or my flatmates. And I'll be like, all you got to do is just sit there and pretend to eat some chicken nuggets or pretend to do this or just laugh at an invisible telly or something like that. And it is so difficult for them. And I think, oh, that's not a hard thing. You just go, ha ha ha, and that's it. It, yeah, it. I can then see, I'm like, oh, so I have been learning things. Oh, so you do pick these things up and there is a massive difference between someone who has some kind of training to someone that has none at all. Good acting is all about vulnerability and it takes a really long time. Some people are quicker than others, but generally it takes a while to let all those issues, insecurities, fronts that we put on drop away. And that is through rehearsals and practice. And you have to be in a safe, comfortable space so you can explore these things. You can't learn that in an audition, I don't think, because an audition is so scary. Like you go in there and you're being judged. At drama school and at any kind of drama training, you're not getting judged, hopefully. You can get some bitchy students, but you know, they they always get pulled out in the end. But generally, the whole idea is you're in a place where you can practice and play and learn things and there's no right or wrong. And yeah, you're not getting judged. Just even learning about taking direction, because I forget, it can be quite a painful thing. We don't like to be told that we're wrong. So when you're being directed, there could, you know, if you're not a trained actor, you might see it as a really like, oh, they didn't like what I did, rather than actually you you and the director are a partnership to make the performance better and there's things they can see that you can't, that will only help you. The directors are there to essentially help you. But I think that, again, in real life, we're used to, oh, they said this is wrong so I'm wrong and this hurts and I'm upset and yeah I think that happens so it takes this is the kind of stuff you learn at drama school I find it so hard to put into words I think because it's all so practical and physical that it is really difficult so we're gonna imagine right now that I have Alex Alex this person here is the example of someone who wants to go to drama school so Alex has already had basic training They did it in GCSE and Alex has done some side drama school courses. They've got their first performances under their belts, which is also very important to, you know, because it's scary. So they've had it in front of an audience of their families and rather than industry people, that would be really, really scary. So say Alex has now done a few little shows, a little pantomime, and they're like, yeah, you know what? I want to be an actor. So what do I do next? Now, Alex can choose to go to college and do a smaller course or there's more kind of less famous non-BTEC drama schools that might do a one year or two year course. They can be great as well. Like I said, there's no right or wrong here. If Alex is super serious and he wants to go for the big boys, he wants that industry showcase in three years time. He wants three years of non-stop acting and performances and networking and meeting industry people and then he also wants that degree at the end of it which you know is a university recognized course so even if he doesn't or she Alex is you know it's got no gender so Alex even if they want to get a job afterwards and 
they want to make sure that they've got a degree. That's what these schools provide. And I'm not going to lie, it is the best. It is the best start to the industry. But it's not for everyone. So what does Alex have to do next? Well, Alex has to apply. So how you apply is, I guess now it's online. They used to have booklets you could get or you'd order the booklets. You get like this massive booklet and a form to fill in and a place to put your check and you send it back. But now, obviously, everything is online. For an audition, you have to pay. So you're looking at between, I think it's now between 25 to £75 per audition. So Alex has maybe chosen... 10 schools because he wants to go he she wants to go for all of the schools so Alex has filled in the application and there's all these questions like why are you right for the school your previous training your previous experience what you're good at your skills all this stuff so you send off you pay your money if Alex really wants to go Alex is better off auditioning early because they start offering places so I think that they start auditioning from September through to August. Now, if Alex waits to July to audition, there's only going to be a few spaces left. Therefore, the competition is a lot more difficult. So, Alex, you want to do it all straight away. So, be filling your forms in over the summer so you can get your auditions early, early, early. So, Alex is sent off for all the auditions, waiting for dates. And yep, you might get a letter or you might get an email these days and with dates and times. So now what Alex needs to do is prepare. So ideally, they will usually want a modern audition piece, which is something that suits Alex. So, you know, if Alex is from South London and female and 18 years old, then they want to find a role like that. If Alex is from Scotland, a male, 25 years old, they want to find a role like that. So Alex needs to find something that suits them. They also need to find a classic. I'm not sure if all schools accept this as well, but a classic speech. So again, that suits them. So that can be Shakespeare. I think there's a whole list if you Google it again, because I don't know off the top of my head. It's a long time ago since I've done this. So Alex needs to prepare that speech as well. And probably a backup for each. So a backup modern and a backup period piece. Alex needs to learn these speeches inside and out. I'm telling you, I have turned up to an audition before, walked in the room and been like, uh, uh, no, sorry, do I need to start again? Alex, you learn that piece inside and out. So, yeah. I mean, they say not over rehearsed, but I think in a drama school setting that it is good to be very, very well prepared because if you've never done anything like this before, it can be quite overwhelming. Alex, you should probably also prepare a song. They might want sheet music or might want a backing track. It depends where you're going as well. If Alex, you are auditioning for musical theatre, I think you'll probably have set kind of songs you need to pick, whether it's Sondheim or, or things like that. Just look at your requirements. But we're ideally looking at at least two speeches, probably a song or two if you're auditioning for musical theatre and there might also be a dance thing to be involved in as well. So Alex, if you can do any private tuition, that can be helpful. It doesn't mean that paying for someone to help you out is going to get you in the door. Trust me, I did that. Doesn't mean a thing unless you're super duper prepared. Alex might also have an audition up in Scotland. So Alex also needs to pay for travel. Make Allow so much time. Oh my God, get there the night before. Or yeah, 
don't allow if you've got an audition at 9am make sure you're there the night before and you stay in a hotel or something it's not unheard of people do this the same if you're going to like Birmingham or Manchester make sure you're there the day before so you can literally just wake up you don't have to turn up with any of these excuses because it's not going to go down well so Alex you've got to turn up on time to your audition you've got to be prepared usually it depends again I remember that Rada and Lambda used to be a um, individual time you get. So you just turn up for your allocated time. Make sure that you're at the right address. Leave plenty of time. Like I said, bring a bottle of water. Uh, wear comfortable clothes as well. Make sure you can move. You're not going to be restricted. Don't wear something where your boobs are hanging out, where it shows off too much skin. High heels, no, no. Just honestly be comfortable, be you. Don't wear too much makeup. Just, just be true to yourself be very honest and a lot of people like to turn up in black you don't really have to you know if you have something you can share show a bit of your ethnicity or individuality then do that but definitely whatever you choose to wear be comfortable so if Alex has turned up to the right place the wait outside in the waiting area there'll be lots of other nervous people probably trying to talk to you it's up to you if you want to talk or not but I would say just focus on yourself get there early maybe 20 minutes early and just ground just sit there think about your characters think about your speech take some deep breaths in and out become comfortable with your environment and just yeah take five minutes to really just get out of this crazy crazy scared headspace and go down into your character and concentrate on the performance now Alex is going to go into the audition room and there's probably going to be a couple of maybe scary people I find them scary Alex might not but I think in that situation it'd be quite intimidating and they might ask for a chat first or they might ask you to go straight in with your speeches and yeah just do your speech when you're finished just kind of stop and smile so let's say it all went well brilliant say you stumbled just ask to do it again and if you stumble again just take a breath they might even ask you if you want to wait outside but hopefully we're so well prepared that we don't have to do that then you might do your song your dance anyway have a little chat and really think about why you want to go to drama school so before you go there also prepare questions like why do you want to come to drama school um I think I got asked like why do you want to be an actor and or who do you admire things like that I think I said something like I want to be like Johnny Depp like the female Johnny Depp they're like oh do you think there already is one And then I kind of got stuck and scared, but I shouldn't have got stuck and scared. I think, you know, they're they're trying to see who you are and what your personality is. So you need to be confident in whatever you say. Don't try to show off and impress them and be like, oh, I had a part in this. I had a part in that. They really don't care. They probably got alumni who's quite, quite well known who have done really, really big jobs. So just be humble and down to earth. And again, yourself. Then you leave the room and then you wait for a letter, which is either telling you, hello, you might have a recall or I'm sorry, not this time, but good luck. Now, Alex could also go to a group audition. I remember at Italia Conti, we used to do that at Guildhall. They did a group session as well. Maybe, no, Drama Centre, I can't remember. But yeah, we had to do group sessions, which would start with some movement stuff. So again, comfortable clothes, games. So warming yourself up maybe introducing yourself, maybe seeing you improvise, all these kind of things. And just be open. Don't try to show off too much. Be responsive. Just because someone is funny or really confident, it doesn't mean that's what the people are looking for. Because honestly, in those group audition situations, sometimes what they do halfway through the day, 
you will do all your auditions, you will do everything you're meant to be doing. Then you'll have a lunchtime and then you'll wait for a um, list of names to go on the board. And if you're on that list, you have been recalled. If you are not, then you go home. It is so brutal. Clearly, I don't go to auditions like that. I think more musical theatre theater auditions are like that. But in film and TV, we don't really have auditions. You get the name on the board, go home thing. It's all very, it's all very fame. Not really my thing. It's horrible. I hate it. But yeah, so that's something you might have to experience. Uh, Hopefully you'll get through to the next round. And I think that'll be a lot more relaxed. Um, I think I've got through to a next round before. And yeah, it's really nice. Everyone seems to be a little bit nicer to you then, which is great. And if not, you go home and it sucks, but it's okay because you know immediately and you don't have to wait a month to get a letter with a yes or a no. You know where you stand. And like Alex, because Alex has got loads more of auditions, it doesn't matter because he's got some other places to put his eggs. If you do get a yes, there could be another audition recall, there could be even another recall, I've heard of people getting two recalls, and then you'll either get a yes, you've been offered a place, or you get a waiting list, which means you're good enough to get in, but you know, they're seeing if other people have accepted or said no or accepted the spaces yet. So you're you're almost in, but not quite. Or it might just be a no. So that's the kind of thing you need to expect from the process of getting in. Uh, attending, I don't know personally myself, but my friends say they really enjoyed it. Some people actually said, you know, it wasn't all that. It depends on the experience. I know people that have gone to drama school and become A-listers. I know the people that have gone to drama school and never worked a single job in their lives afterwards. As with everything in acting, it's very dependent on you. There is no two two ways of doing it. There's like a thousand million billion different ways and every single person's journey is different. But if you are still thinking of going to drama school, so I'd say the pros are you get the great industry recognition you know you say you went to Rada Lambda people are like oh okay you know it's it's great on your CV you'll be able to get into Spotlight and all these online profiles uh, straight away you'll get great connections you might even get famous actors mentoring you you'll most likely get seen by a lot of people you'll get the all important drama school showcase which could get you one of the leading agents get you in touch with some huge huge casting directors so it is a brilliant first step into the industry it's meant to be a great experience and even if you don't continue with your acting career after at least you have some kind of degree so that can be put into a different career you also get the credits and the experience and you get to act for three whole years I couldn't think of anything better cons of going to drama school is bloody expensive even just auditioning I was spending 500 to yeah maybe a thousand pounds on paying for auditions travel one-on-one tutoring hotels expenses all these things that you need I think even shoes I bought them jazz shoe things I still have them and I never wear them it's competitive extremely competitive unfairly competitive you might have to relocate which could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. There's no guarantees of work. That is the main thing. You could go there and do this, but there's no guarantees of actually getting any work afterwards. You might get an unrealistic expectation of success for after graduating. And it's, again, bloody expensive. So I don't know if it's like 10 grand a year or something like that. Obviously, you can get um, 
grants and things like that. There are ways around it, but generally quite expensive. So there you have it. This is the process of getting into drama schools. Those are the pros and cons. It's up to you. It really doesn't hurt speaking to some people, going there and seeing what you think. And ultimately, even if you try to get in and you don't, or you do, that will be your answer, really, because you can't plan it. You can't say, I'm going to go to RADA, I'm going to do this, blah, 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 because it's not in your control. You can do your best, but ultimately, it's not in your control. You might end up going to a different school, or you could just go to college or one of the smaller schools. Like I said, they are great. I hope that has been helpful to you. I have one question from Dr. Hang on. From Dr. K. He asked me, what is your morning routine? How are you so proactive? Uh, so my morning routine is I will wake up. The cat usually wakes me up by biting my feet, which is extremely annoying. I usually check emails. I'm really bad. I wake up straight for the phone, check my emails, check if anything needs to be done. I might have an audition first thing in the morning. Usually I'll try and do my voiceovers first. So I have a list. I ha- I make a list of all the things that I need to get done in a day. And I even have my week targets. I have a uh, accountability partner. And each week we set targets of what we need to achieve for our business and personally as well. So every week I have to try and tick these things off. I have a really good book as well where I have all my targets and stuff. And so I always try and do the hardest thing first because... It's called Eat That Frog, I think. I read read that book and it's all about if you do the hardest thing first, it gives you like an adrenaline that you want to tick off another one of your goals because it felt good doing it. And it's also easier. You know, you should always do the hardest thing of the day first, which is usually voiceovers because I do love them, but that is the bulk of my work. So you always kind of want to push work and do the fun things first. So yeah, usually when I wake up, I will try and warm up have my breakfast, try and avoid dairy because I don't want to be all, which is hard to not do because I love everything dairy. After that, I might have some auditions. So I'll try and get that out the way as well because I've got to do makeup and the lighting's better in the daytime. That takes time. And yeah, just work my way through the list. But honestly, every day is different. I honestly can't tell you what my weekly routine is because it changes so much, but I love it and I'm very happy. Oh, someone else actually actually asked me as well I can't remember who but they asked me um am I happy where I am in my career and yes I am I'm so happy I'm just acting at the moment and that has always been the dream you know it's not always about being a celebrity or anything like that I just I honestly just want to have a really nice comfortable life do what I love doing every day and this is a way I get to do it and I get to share it with people so thank you once again I would love to hear any questions and if you've got anything to say on this podcast then do give me a shout thanks again have a great day thank you for listening to another episode of acting with Asha for any questions please get in touch with us at www.jadeashervoiceovers.com and don't forget to subscribe or follow us at Jade Asher. Thanks again. Bye.